long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, a great adventure took place. points is jason and this is gabe this is exciting because this is a huge part of star wars history that i don't we just it's been an episode wait i think i feel like every episode lately we say this is something we've meant to do for years but this literally is something we've meant to do for years the story of star wars record from 1977 and we're both like bad Star Wars fans because until like what you're about to hear right now, we've never listened to this from beginning to end. No, it's weird. And it's like we've been aware of them forever, but I think I've never actually seen the record in the wild, like somewhere where I could have bought it. And it's been on YouTube probably for like 20 years at this point. Ever since there's been YouTube, it's probably been on there. And yeah, I don't know why I just never got around to. I think it's almost like one of those things where I feel like I know what that is. It's just a movie and not thinking about like, no, it's a totally different thing, kind of. What's weird, too, is I had the Empire Strikes Back one as a kid, and I would listen to that over and over and over and over and over. And hopefully eventually we'll get to doing an episode on the Empire one and the Jedi one. But these these records are something really unique where they're a 49 50 minute version of the movie so it's it's the original film it's star wars we don't know what's been cut out we're gonna find out and this was you know kind of like when we did our classic episode episode 255 Raiders of the Lost Ark on record with the when we talked to the actual producer and engineer of that record, the great Tom Vagley, one of our favorite episodes ever. Go listen to it. That record took Raiders of the Lost Ark, also like cut it down to an hour, but that had like Ben Burt involved doing like new like sound work and stuff. This seems like a different kind of thing. This just seems like the audio from the movie with narration. It's like a grown-up version of the read-along books, the Buena Vista read-along books. 
And I feel like these records were like more common than we think they are because like I was doing a little bit of research and they were Planet of the Apes records. There was like Mary Poppins and Disney stuff like this that were on full size LPs. I remember I had like Star Trek original like stories that were on like record that came with read along comics. And we're dating ourselves here though, but this is all pre VCR. And it seems like such kind of a weird thing to kind of think like, Oh, this is something people would do. Basically these are like radio dramas on record, but you didn't have ways to kind of watch this stuff at home at all. So you might as well just listen to it. Yeah. I think it's like the records and then like the uh, novelizations. That's what you had. And, and there were way more of them than you realize. Cause like, I think we've even talked about this on some of the episodes. Like it didn't seem like there were novelizations for everything, but there was like, I'm always amazed every once in a while. Someone's like, Hey, look at this novelization of this movie from the seventies I have. Right. It's like, it's just so, yeah. Thinking about it now is kind of so crazy, but yeah, there was books and there were records. And like, that was the only way you could relive a movie. I did not know that there was one of these for E.T. And it's read by Michael Jackson. Like, that kind of blew my mind. I'm like, man, what is that like? Yeah, why haven't we listened to that? (laughs) E.T. is a Jedi, so maybe there's an episode in the future. I don't know. So, yeah, and then there's this. There's the story of Star Wars. It's the whole movie, like we said, cut down to one hour, only the audio, why haven't we done this already too because really this is like this has like blast points all over it why i can't believe no one hasn't called us out on this yet like why haven't people probably assumed we already did this probably (laughs) right everyone's like oh yeah remember when they did that episode it's like oh yeah i like that one it's like no we never we never did it (laughs) you've got to think too this is this record album was probably one of the first pieces of star wars merchandise besides like t-shirts and posters and buttons and pins and stuff because the action figures didn't come out until like 78 there was the soundtrack there was the novel comic adaptation and this yeah and this is technically another audio mix because i think you've you've kind of jumped around a little bit and listened to some spots here and there and it's like it's not exactly the mono mix it's not exactly the stereo mix that's the thing we were getting ready for this episode and i was like wait a minute wait a minute what audio mix is yeah is this based off of and i did a little bit of sampling and i have some theories but like we said we haven't listened to this the whole way through but what i heard makes me think in one direction i I think it's based on the mono mix because like we said in our mono mix stereo mix a new hope discussion episode the mono mix was considered by ben burton george lucas as the definitive sound mix of star wars for like a month or something until they changed their mind on what the definitive sound mix of star wars was well but the record is in stereo so that's true (laughs) gonna be interesting And that brings us to, before we listen to it, a little bit of background. And the notes on the LP say it was produced by George Lucas and Alan Livingston. The Lucas part makes me raise my eyebrows a little bit because, like, 
was George Lucas really a producer on this, or is it more just like a producer as we'll give you producer credit on this because you're George Lucas? Or, you know, like we know when we talked about the audio dramas many, many times, he was the one that wanted those to really happen. He wanted the story of Star Wars to be available to as many people as possible. Now, the Alan Livingston part of it, though, is really fascinating. So who's Alan Livingston? He worked at NBC for a long time. He started the show Bonanza. He created Bozo the Clown and was involved in a ton of children's records because he worked for Capitol Records for a long time. And he did a ton of work with Disney back in the day. He signed Frank Sinatra to Capitol Records. And this is the part when I read this, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. So he's at Capitol Records and he agreed to release the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand for Capitol Records in 1963, after he, Alan Livingston, had already rejected all the previous Beatles singles as being unsuitable for the United States market. And because Capitol was owned by the Beatles' UK record company, EMI. So he was the one that finally, when he heard, I want to hold your hand, was like, I think this could work in the United States. These guys are okay. By the time we get to 1976, Livingston, he had joined 20th Century Fox Film Corporation as the senior vice president and president of the entertainment group, whatever that meant back in the day. So he had worked in the record business. He was working at 20th Century Fox. Thus, there is this record. So he's the Beatles and Star Wars. Not a bad resume. The The script for this abridged version of the film was adapted by a guy, E. Jack Kaplan and Cheryl Gard, who both were film and television writers, wrote a ton of TV show stuff. The thing that this record is most known for is its narration by the late great poet and Shakespearean actor Roscoe Lee Brown who a lot of people know from the TV shows Soap and Barney Miller. And he was one heck of an actor. And as you're about to hear, had one incredible voice. And Brown was in de- very much in demand around this time for narration and voiceover parts and commercials. Yeah, really his voice adds a, a really special sort of charm to what you're about to hear. Classes it up a little bit. Because that's the thing, like the Raiders, the Raiders of Lost Ark on record has no narration, which kind of has that standing apart as you're just hearing like well, that Raiders record is crazy, where it's just like weird sound montages, and you kind of have to know what's going on in Raiders of the Lost Ark to get what's happening in this record. But you, all you have are the pictures in the sleeve to give you any idea of what's going on in the Raiders one if you hadn't seen the movie. And this record, when it came out, had like a big, yeah, again, same thing of like a sleeve with a bunch of kind of photographs kind of walking you through the story of the film. I would love to talk to somebody who didn't see Star Wars in the movie theater and only listened to this and just flipped through the thing with the pictures like, what the hell is going on in this movie? 
Do you think there there's got to be someone who had the record and thought it was great, and then later found out there was a move that they made a movie to their favorite record? <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, I can't believe they finally made it into a movie. So that's the story on this record. I think we're all up to speed. I think we're all ready to start listening. What we're going to do is classic Blast Point style. We're going to listen, and if we want to, we might be talking over it a little bit, but if we want to stop and talk some more in depth about something, maybe we'll do that. We're just going to play it by ear here. We're going to press play. Audio is going to be playing in the background. We're all going to listen together. So here we go. great that they include the 20th century fox it's part of the movie even though it's not part well no it's part of the movie again isn't it it's back it's back so weird that that was not a thing for a long time ago in a galaxy far far away a great great adventure took place yeah classy 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 It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships, striking from a hidden base, have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire. I want Roscoe Lee Brown to death. read every crawl. Yeah, I wish that was a thing. Power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races Princess home Le- aboard Leia. her starship. Custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people. I like that he's trying to do his like really, really classy announcer voice, but he has to do it really fast. But Princess Leia's cruiser is no match for the warship, which swiftly overtakes her vessel. In moments, Imperial stormtroopers invade the rebel craft with a blaze of blazing weapons. That's so good. They shut down the main reactor. We'll be destroyed for sure. This is madness. We're doomed. There'll be no escape for the princess this time. C-3PO, a bronze human-like robot, frantically searches the battle toward ship for R2-D2, his stubby mechanical friend. But at that moment, not far away, a desperate Princess Leia hurriedly programs the little robot with secret information secret information that could save the rebel cause. Then she disappears into the smoke-filled corridor as 3PO appears. This is so good. What's wrong with us? I know. We're not, we're not talking. We're, we're enthralled. For the last 40 years, we could have been blaring this in a car at full blast like every day. But R2-D2 is already scooting down the sub-hallway, emitting a series of mechanical beeps and chirps that only 3PO can understand. He is nearing a small metal module, the Rebel Cruiser's escape pod. It's cool how it's like even more hyperspeed than the movie. Right. Like we're already at the escape pod. And we are two minutes in, three minutes in. Secret mission? What plans? What are you talking about? I'm not getting in there. No. I'm going to regret this. The stereo is so cool. A dark presence yeah. enters the ship. It's the ominous super stereo. Of Imperial forces. Yeah. Darth Vader, tall and threatening in his black helmet, flowing black cape, and a face forever masked 
by a foreboding metal breath screen, Darth Vader, a figure who moves forever in a cloud of awesome evil. Oh my god. The Death Star plans are not in the main <laughs> computer. A figure who moves forever in a cloud of awesome evil. It's like, after you eat Taco Bell, after you eat cloud of awesome evil, <laughs> follows you into the next room. <laughs> This is a consular ship. Where is the ambassador? Uh, uh, Commander, tear this ship apart and so you found those plans and bring me the passengers. I want them alive. Princess Leia is discovered by Vader's stormtroopers. There's one. Set for stun. And no matter what you do, you no, gotta no, have that stun no, sound. Vader, we have oh, a prisoner. Yeah. Princess Leia is taken before Darth Vader oh, for go. questioning. Darth Vader, only you could be so bold. The Imperial Senate will not still for this. When they hear you've attacked a diplomatic... Don't act so surprised, Your Highness. You weren't on any mercy mission this time. Several transmissions were beamed to the ship by rebel spies. I, I love this movie. <laughs> they sent you. I don't know what I you're know. talking about. What a shock! Of the it's like I can see the movie in my mind, but it's like being fast-forwarded. Yeah, yeah. Take it away, Lord Vader. The battle station plans are not aboard this ship. I like that they have to cut the movie down, but they can't cut that guy out. No, it's for all the Dick Van Dyke Show fans. <laughs> she must have hidden the plans in the escape pod. Send a detachment down to retrieve them. See to it personally, Commander. There will be no one to stop us this time. What's crazy too is like. We're five, five minutes in, and I'm like, what have they cut out? Desert, Nothing? The remote planet of Tatooine. They escaped the Imperial forces, but soon faced stranger foes. Jawas. Oh, oh. We're, we're immediately to Jawas. So they cut out the entire 3PR2 bickering in the desert. Yeah. Even though that's on, uh, on the cover. <laughs> yeah. And placed them aboard a Gargantuan transport vehicle. Oh, so both droids get taken by the Jawas. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a clever edit. Very. Do you think they'll melt us down? Meanwhile, Imperial troops discover the abandoned escape pod and begin a relentless hunt for the droids. Someone was in the pod. The tracks go off in this direction. Ah, oh, no looks or droids. As the troops are searching <laughs> for the droids, <laughs> I feel I feel creepy not having that. Yeah. Homestead of Owen Lars, the burly farmer and his young nephew Luke Skywalker inspect the robots for sale, especially R2D2 and 3 p What I really need is a droid who understands the binary language of moisture yeah. evaporators. Can't cut that. No. Can you speak Bocce? Of course I can, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm a yeah, All right, in. shut up. I'll take this. Shut up, sir. Uncle Owen? Yeah? What about that one? R5-D4 cut out completely. Yeah. I'm quite sure he'll be very pleased with that one, sir. He really is in first-class condition. I've worked with him before. Here he comes. Yeah, the stereo is so, okay, like... Intense. I'm like kind of freaking out right now. <laughs> well, my little friend, got something jammed in here real good. Were you on a star cruiser? Because it's interesting in situations like this where they don't have to match the action on screen, so they can just like go for the most extreme stereo spread on things. I may be wrong, but remember one of the differences in the mono mix 
was when the Leia hologram comes on. She's beautiful. In just about every version since then, it's more of a like. Mm. This one, there's barely any turn-on sound. Now let's listen close because we're about to hear Baru yell for Luke. Well, I don't know anyone named Obi Wan, but old Ben lives out beyond the Dune Sea. He's kind of a strange old hermit. Help me, Obi Wan. Who she is? Wait a minute. Where'd she go? Bring her back. Play back the entire message. What message? The one you've just been playing. The one you're carrying inside your rusty innards. All right. All right. I'll be right there, Aunt Beru. I'm sorry, sir. That's Mono Beru. Here, see what you can do with him. I'll be right back. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. No, I don't think he likes you at all. No, I don't like you either. You gotta, you gotta leave that in. Yeah. His midday meal to discover that the little robot has gone to discover the little robot. <laughs> so, man. So the dinner conversation's gone. So is that the only brew we get? Is it a Luke Luke? I think so, because now we listen to this, we're already going out to find our two. Oh, wow. Hey, whoa, just where do you think you're going? But before they can get R2-D2 aboard the Landspeeder... Landspeeder. What's wrong with them now? There are several creatures appropriate from the southeast. Sand people. Worse. Come on, let's go have a look. Come on. Ooh, I wonder what uh, dragon call we're going to get. Oh, oh, good. Yes. They're sand people, all right? I can see one of them now. Or we'll just get the narrator saying, Crat dragon. And in the face of sudden danger, Luke is knocked to the ground. Arthur Ditu dutifully stands guard over Luke's inert body as the sand people ransack the speeder. But they are startled by the presence of a hooded and cloaked figure approaching over the dune. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Wow. Opens his eyes as the old man bends over him. Tell me, young Luke. What brings you out this far? Oh, man, no hello there. Hello there. Uh, he claims to be the property of an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Come here, my little friend. Obi-Wan. He said he was dead. Oh, he's not dead. Not, I mean, yet. It, not yet. It's impressive how well it still, like, flows together, though. Of course I know it. Yeah. He's me. Ben hurries the group into the safe. Long by the name of Obi-Wan. before you were born. the Clone Wars? Oh, my God. Here, oh, I was Jesus. once a Jedi. They're already in his house. Ah. I wish I'd known him. He was the best star pilot in the galaxy and a cunning warrior. I understand you've become quite a good pilot yourself. I'm going to play this in my car. Yeah, like you said, turn it up as loud as it can go. Yeah, I need to go get a get a subwoofer put in my car so I can crank up story of Star Wars. Get a bass cannon, yeah. But your uncle wouldn't allow it. He feared you might follow old Obi-Wan on some damn fool idea. I'm going to get a boombox. And go walk on the beach with it up up to my ear. Father's lightsaber. This is the weapon of a Jedi knight. What's interesting is like they don't make these kind of things anymore. But if you watch a show and turn on the vision impaired track, that's what that is. Is this a, a narrator talking as fast as possible to describe what's going on? And those are all on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. There should be one for all the Star Wars movies. 
How did my father die? A young Jedi named Darth Vader, who was a pupil of mine until he turned to evil. Here's oh wait, the here's down and destroyed the, the, the George Lucas producer credit that we said maybe was dubious. Mm-hmm. A normal person would be like, hey, some of this Obi-Wan Luke conversation can go. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. Especially in 1977. Yeah. Was the music different during this? I feel like there was more music in the background. When... Like, I don't remember this much music when Obi-Wan was talking. It could be just mixed differently. I don't know. I've never seen this movie. I don't know. No, I know. I really should pay attention and watch it again someday. But that's the problem. When he starts talking about Vader and the Force, we still, almost 50 years later, black out. Yeah. He's talking about Anakin. Now he begs you to help him in his struggle against the Empire. I regret that I am unable to present my father's request here in person. But my ship has fallen under attack, and I'm afraid my mission to bring you to Alderaan is failed. I have placed information vital to the survival of the Rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. My father will know how to retrieve it. You must see this droid safely delivered. You know what else, too? This is our most desperate hour. Her audio is a lot clearer than it is in the movie, like if you watch it on Disney Plus right now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like for the audio version here, they're like not doing any extra processing on it. Right. Fascinating. Oh, wouldn't, in the movie, wouldn't we have cut back to, yeah, the Death Star? bodies of slain jobbers litter the hot sand. Ben realizes it is the work of Imperial Stormtroopers. Who are searching for the missing robots. If they trace the robots They're searching they for the missing robots. I'll never get tired of robots. They cut out the line blast points. That's fine. There, he makes a shattering discovery. The homestead is now a smoking ruin. And worse, he finds the smoldering bodies of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru. He returns to Ben with a shocking news. There's nothing you could have done, Luke, had you been there. You'd have been killed, too. And the droids would now be in the hands of the Empire. I come with you to Alderaan. There's nothing for me here now. I Next time I watch the movie, I'm going to be like, why is this movie so slow? <laughs> There's actually people that say that. <laughs> I know. But they should just listen to this, then. So I feel like my heart's racing. It's going so fast. I'm engrossed. Engrossed. You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, and this is cool too. We haven't cut to the Death Star. Yeah, like we were saying at all. Wait, what is going on here? Luke follows Ben into a The Cantina music's like way, way in the background. Serving an incredible array of weird and exotic aliens. Monsters and disreputable humans. One eyed, thousand eyes, tiny, furry, scaly tentacles and claws are huddled over drinks. It's awesome because it's all the sound effects louder than the music. Yeah. While Luke edges up to the long metallic bar. A strange, multi eyed creature and his surly human sidekick approach Luke. He doesn't like you. Sorry. 
I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We want it, Ben. I have the <laughs> I've never heard Dr. Avezian this loud and clear. Yeah, so crisp. This little one's not worth the effort. Come, let me get you something. Man. Oh my god, that was a lot of screaming. <laughs> yeah, that's like way more intense with just audio. To the business at hand. I'm alright. Chewbacca here. His first mate on a ship that might suit us. Ben introduces Luke to an eight foot tall, 200 year old Wookiee who communicates in a series of grunts and growls. The Wookiee leads them to his captain. A 30-year-old starship smuggler. I like that we Han just Solo. get to find out how Han old Solo. everybody is. <laughs> yeah. That settles it. Here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Let's keep in mind, too... It's a ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. ...that we are 16 minutes in. <laughs> I thought run Imperial starships. Not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking about the big Carillion ships now. Yeah, I think with the with the super wide sound effects like this, just like cranked in a stereo, like sitting in the sitting on the couch with your stereo cranked, like it's got to sound really cool. Oh my god! Yeah, because there's like totally different creature sounds like in each ear right now. Imagine someone getting like an unopened vinyl of this. Like how good that would sound. Well, like how is this not on? CD. How? It came out on cassette. It came out on eight track. has reassembled at a docking bay to board. Does Lucasfilm have like the raw audio of this? Like a, like a mixture tape? Yeah. I mean, it only sounds bad because it's old and been. It's like you know, whoever put this on YouTube, it was 40 years old when they put it on YouTube. I'm sure it sounded really, sounded great when it was brand new. Because this is kind of amazing. Han Solo and crew exchange blasting laser fire with the troops as the others board the Falcon. So there was no Greedo, no Jabba. Oh, right. We haven't met Grand Moff Tarkin at all. You know, we haven't heard from Vader since the opening scene. I'm kind of into it. I kind of like the loop cut. Yeah. Why didn't you run him? I thought you said this thing was fast. Watch your mouth, kid. You're going to find yourself floating home. We'll be safe enough once we make the jump to hyperspace. Besides, I know a few maneuvers. We'll lose him. How long before you can make the jump to light speed? Take a few moments to get the coordinates from the Navi computer. Are you kidding? The rate they're gaining? Traveling through hyperspacing like dust and clocks, boy. Without precise calculations, we'd fly right through a star or bounce too close to a supernova and that'd end your trip real quick, wouldn't it? What's that flashing? Both traps yourselves in. I'm going to make the jump to light speed.
The Millennium Falcon has leaped to light speed and safety. But the object of its mission, Princess Leia, is in grave danger aboard the Death Star. Tarkin attempts to force the information from her with a terrible threat. Princess Leia, before your execution... They didn't tell us Grand Moff Tarkin's age. I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) I really wanted to know. ...provide us with the location of the rebel base. I have chosen to test this station's destructive power on your home planet of Alderaan. No! Oh, it's awesome you can just hear Vader breathing. So you know so you know he's there. Yeah. I grow tired of asking this, so it'll be the last time. Where is the rebel base? Dantooine. You're on Dantooine. There. You'll see Lord Vader. Yeah, I'm like spacing out here just listening to Vader breathing like one one ear while Tarkin's talking. Sweet, sweet tones of Peter Cushing. (laughs) Oh, here we go. Instantly reduces the planet of Alderaan to pulverized space dust. A cataclysmic disaster that Ben Kenobi can sense even from far away aboard the Millennium Falcon. Are you all right? What's wrong? I felt a great disturbance in the Force, as if millions of voices suddenly cried out in terror and were suddenly silenced. I fear something terrible has happened. Better get on with your exercises. Luke continues practicing with his Jedi lightsaber. He tries to strike a small metallic ball, which maneuvers illusively. Playing ball. Luke cannot make contact. Remember, a Jedi can feel the force flowing through him. You mean he controls your actions? Partially, but it also obeys your commands. This time, let go your conscious self. And act on instinct. <laughs> With the blast shield down, I can't even see. How am I supposed to fight? Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. I should have put that on the like on the on the package. Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. Just listen to the movie. That's hey. This is watching Star Wars with the blast shield down. They need to, you know, they make those Black Series helmets. They need to make a Black Series helmet that's the helmet with the blast shield down and it has speakers in the ears and it just plays this. Looks like we're coming up on all So anytime you want to listen to this, you just put the helmet on. Just never take it off. I could almost see the remote. That's good. You've taken your first step into a larger world. But aboard the Death Star battle station, Princess Leia may be a step closer to execution. Yes? Our scout ships have reached onto it. They found the remains of a rebel base, but they estimate that it has been deserted for some time. She lied. She lied. I don't know what mix that voice is from. Yeah. Terminator. I think it's just mixed, like the volume's just way up. Millennium Falcon comes out of hyperspace near the coordinates where Alderaan once existed. But Solo and the others are in for a shock. There's got to be great outtakes from him recording the narration of just, like, totally not being able to say any of this stuff this fast. Ah, uh, we come out of 
See, now I just want to hear the Empire one, too, even though it's not Roscoe Lee Brown. Super curious now. What do you mean? Where is it? So I'm trying to tell you, kid, it ain't there. It's been totally blown away. What? How? Destroyed by the Empire. The entire Starfleet couldn't destroy the whole planet. It'd take a thousand ships with more firepower than I. There's another ship coming in. Look at him, he's heading for that small moon. I think I can get him before he gets there. He's almost in range. Were the That's beeps when the TIE fighter came in to range different? I think so, yeah. I think so. There's got to be something you can do. There's nothing I can do about it, kid. I'm full power. I'm going to have to shut down. They're not going to get me without a fight. You can't win, but there are alternatives to fighting. As the helpless pirate ship is pulled steadily toward the evil metal moon, Solo Evil Metal Moon. Oh, man. That's my favorite band. <laughs> I'm really into Evil Metal Moon. It's all it doesn't do. Clear Bay 327. We're opening the magnetic field. Oh, yeah. So good. What? So good. <laughs> bad at the Star Wars stuff. We suck. <laughs> we wasted so many years of our lives not listening to this. Its markings match those of a ship that blasted its way out of Los They must be trying to return the stolen plans to the princess. She may yet be of some use to us. What sound is that? I don't know. There's no one on board, sir. According to the law, the crew abandoned ship right after takeoff. Send a scanning crew aboard. I want every part of this ship checked. Yes, sir. I sense something. A presence I've not felt since. Solo and his passengers cautiously emerge from the Millennium Falcon. They quickly overcome two troopers standing guard and steal their uniforms. Listen to that. Luke and Han Solo enter the corridor dressed as Imperial Stormtroopers. So I think are some of these sounds that are just like really, really quiet in the background in the movie? They must be. I have no idea anymore. He says he's found the main controls to the power beam that's holding the ship here. A power loss at one of the terminals will allow the ship to leave. I don't think your boys can help. I mean, do you think... Let's go alone. Your destiny lies along Do you think there was any kind of... Ben Burt going on? I mean, Ben Burt in this period of time wasn't quite, you know, by the time you get to Raiders, he was much more, he could be like, you know, if you're going to do something with this, I want to be involved. I mean, I got to think it's just, it's all sound elements that they had for the mix. They're just mixed at different levels. And that some of the stuff is like buried in the, in the movie mix or, or turned completely down and they turned some of it up. I don't think I wouldn't think there would be anything new just for this, like just for this. The edit too is really smooth. Yeah. Because even with the mu- music, like it never feels like they're cutting the music like in the middle of a. Like you don't hear you don't yeah you don't hear the edits in in anything. Right. The music cues kind of coming up and coming down, coming in and out. Yeah. The guards communicate a beat. And Han must answer the call. Uh, 
Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Who is this? What's your operating number? Han answers the question with a blast from the pressure pistol. Boring conversation anyway. But Luke ignores the warning and continues to leer south. There, the sleeping princess stirs and faces Luke. I wonder if they're going to leave in the trash compactor. My guess is trash compactor has got to go. It probably does, even though it's like the best sound to have just in headphones of the blasters bouncing around. But I bet you, yeah. What was that voice? Obi-Wan is here. The force is with him. If you're right, he must not be allowed to escape. Escape is not his plan. I must face him alone. In another part of the battle station, Solo, Luke, and Princess Leah find themselves trapped. Can't get out that way. Looks like you managed to cut up only a escape room. Maybe you'd like it back in your cell, Your Highness. The Han lines are kind of crazy, like, edited together like that. Right. They're like, you, like Han's not that clear in the movie. Who are you? What the hell are you doing? Somebody has to save our skins. The princess blasts a hole in the metal pocket. Get in there! Get in there, you big furry! I don't care what you smell! Get in there! The poor kids just tumble down a dark Yeah, they kept it. Filled with garbage and muck. Garbage? That's a really wonderful idea. What an incredible smell you've discovered. It could be worse. It's worse. Yeah, see, they were like, this is going to sound too good. And close relentlessly in. In headphones. huge garbage compactor. The wall is moving. Just stand there, try and brace it with something. Wait a minute. So crazy. I can't believe it. Where could he be? Radio! Uh, one thing's for sure, we're all gonna be a lot thinner. R2D2 and Freepio stand by. Really, I'm really into the <laughs> the audio version of the of the uh, garbage masher. No, I'm too. But they did edit out them shooting the blaster and it bouncing around, which is kind of surprising. Yeah, they went right to the action. R2D2 feeds the information to the main computer, and below deck, the deadly walls shudder to a halt. I'm trying to think, has there been another, like, booby trap in a Star Wars movie other than the trash compactor? Like, did Indiana Jones just take all of that, all those ideas from Lucas that they didn't have any to put back in the Star Wars movies? Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, you think of, like, the trash compactor and think of the, the spike room in Temple of Doom. It's, like, it's kind of the same whole kind of thing. I mean, the closest thing would be the uh, the maybe the droid factory in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, yeah. When Anakin gets his arm caught in the in the in the machines. 
There she is. C-3PO, do you copy? Yes, sir. Are you safe? For the moment. We're in the main hangar of the ship. We're right above you. Stand by. You came nothing? You're braver than I thought. Nice. Come on. It's them. Blast them. But the lone star pilot is off after the troopers with Chewie chasing behind him. Oh man. On screaming in stereo is incredible. That was the craziest thing I ever heard. Close the blast Ben has made his way to the tunnels leading to the starship hangar. As he is about to emerge, a dark and ominous presence appears. Even with just the John Williams music, this this whole part of the movie is still really intense. This this music over the the Obi Wan Vader lightsaber fight—that's crazy. The galactic warriors ignite their laser swords and begin combat. But then, it's almost like the joke, the joke version that someone made, where they put like Duel of the Fates over this. <laughs> it's like this already did it in '77. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. With that, he lunges at the Dark Knight, who checks the blow with a lightning move. And the duel continues with swords flashing. You should not come back. The powerful adversaries seem evenly matched, each one deflecting the furious death blows of the other. That's my other favorite band, the furious death blows. (laughs) (laughs) We just leave this party. What kept you? We are running some old friends. Is she alright? Seems okay if we can get to it. Just hope the Omega got the tractor beam out of commission. But Luke spots another problem as stormtroopers appear across the hangar. This is so faster, more intense. It's faster and more intenser. Ben? As they race to the ship, Luke catches sight of Ben and freezes just as Vader's sword strikes the old master. But the Dark Knight has no victim. Ben has disappeared. Only his empty cloak remains. I don't think I've ever noticed Leia say, Luke, it's too late before. Well, and also, no, run, Luke, run. Luke continues to fire at Vader's troops as the others board the ship. Run, Luke, run. There it is. Luke heeds the voice of the Jedi Master and runs aboard. I hope that old man got that tractor beam out of commission or this is going to be a real short trip. Okay, hit it. Oh, man. Okay, hit it right into time attack. The Falcon accelerates into space, but now Luke and Leia must fight off attacking Imperial fighters. Keep in mind, 34 minutes. You're going too fast! We've lost a lot of controls! Don't worry. Show all together. Hear me, baby? Hold together. But even as they make their escape, Solo and the others do not realize they are only pawns in a much larger game. A game being controlled by Tarkin and Vader. Are they away? 
just made the jump into hyperspace. You're sure the Hermine Beacon That was crazy. Yeah, it's like they somehow made the movie even more exciting by just having you listen to it. Unaware that the Millennium Falcon is leading the battle station to the rebel base, Solo is delighted with his handiwork. Not a bad bit of rescue, huh? You know, sometimes I amaze even myself. That doesn't sound too hard. They let us go. It's the only explanation for the ease of our escape. Easy? You call that easy? They're tracking us. Not this ship, sister. At least the information R2 is still intact. What's so important? What's he carrying? The technical readouts of that battle station. I only hope that when the data's analyzed, a weakness can be found. It's not over yet. The starship begins orbit of the fourth moon of Yavin, home of the sea. Moon of Yavin. <laughs> On landing, it's been a moon all this time. Even in the story of Star Wars. the ancient remains of a massive temple. An eerie mist shrouds the forest of gigantic trees. The rebel commander rushes to greet them. You're safe. When we heard about Alderaan, we feared the worst. We have no time for a SARS commander. We must use the information in this R2 unit to help plan the attack. It's our only help. Rebel technicians. What's crazy is we're at the, the indeed, end of the movie. We're 36 minutes into this. Design. And I'm yeah. like... What did they cut out? They cut out the the dinner table conversation with Owen and Baru. Sorry, I'm distracted by like all the like non-main characters just being so loud and crisp. Be able to penetrate the outer defense. The target area is only two meters wide. There's like Dodonna talking with no like ambient sounds. Just raw Dodonna. leads directly to the reactor system. A precise hit will start a chain reaction which should destroy the station. Only a precise hit will set up a chain reaction. The shaft is ray-shielded, so you'll have to use proton torpedoes. That's impossible, even for a computer. It's not impossible. I used to bullseye womp rats in my T-16 back home. They're not much bigger than two meters. Then man your ships, and may the force be with you. Yeah, I mean, they cut the... the droids in the desert. Dinner. Orbiting the planet at maximum velocity. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. This will be a day long remembered. It has seen the end of They cut the some stuff on the Death Star. With no time to waste, the rebel flight crews hasten their departure. Is that the same voice from the movie? I don't think so. You got your reward and you're just leaving then? That's right, yeah. I'm so tripped out I don't even know. I got some more debts I gotta pay off for this stuff. <laughs> I know. Even if I didn't, you don't think I'd be fool enough to stick around here, do you? Why'd you come with us? Pretty good enough, right? Good news. Come on. Why don't you take a look around? You know what's about Here's kind of weird, like, against? they're just talking and there's just like, I don't know what the sounds are in the background. It's people walking around, yeah, it's weird. Besides, attacking that battle station ain't my idea of courage. It's more like suicide. All right, well, take care of yourself, Han. I guess that's what you're best at, isn't it? Hey, Luke. May the force be with you. can still chill, tell that Chewbacca's mad just with audio. I know. What? Crewmen ready to Talking about launch tubes. 
Is that is is that in the movie? I don't know. I've never seen it. I've only heard about it. I just heard it was good. Good. It's the funny thing with Last Points. It's a Star Wars podcast, but we've never seen Star Wars. We just thought it would be cool to have a podcast. Luke throttles forward to full power, and the sleek fighter takes off. Yeah, I just to hear the voice of old man Kenobi. Luke, the Force will be with you. Stand by, approaching. All wings report in. Red ten standing by. Red seven standing by. Red three standing by. Red six standing by. Red nine standing by. Red two standing by. Red eleven standing by. Red five standing by. Oh man. I know. Lock spoils in attack position. If somebody ever asks you to DJ a wedding, just play this. Yeah. yeah. Look at the size of that thing. Accelerate to attack speed. In the death of Star's command post, Lord Vader's aide calls attention to an annoying problem. We can't fly rebel ships, Lord Vader, but they're so small they're evading our turbo lasers. We'd have to destroy them ship to ship, get the crews to their fighters. The rebel base will be in firing range. Yeah, I, I can't even talk. No, I'm mesmerized. Trust your feelings. I'm actually getting kind of mad at this point. That it's been 40-something years, and I never had this. I know. And I bet, I swear, we've probably seen sealed versions of this at celebrations. I don't think we ever have. I don't. I think one of us would have bought it. I don't think I've ever seen it in the wild. But maybe we have. <laughs> I'm going to pretend like we have it, because then I'll be less mad. Wedge. Good shooting, Wedge. Red leader, this is gold leader. We're starting our attack run. It just this whole end scene is such a crazy, just like sound montage because it's just going from dialogue to sound effects to dialogue to sound effects. Oh, and all this, yeah, these so scenes with Vader's not talking, but he's just breathing is so cool. Well, and the pilots, yeah, there's no like distortion. There's none of that like radio voice. Yeah. Hold up here and wait for my signal to start your run. So that's the thing. They must have gotten like raw audio. After or before it had effects on it. Yeah, well, it would be the like the raw audio they played to, that they processed to get the sound of the radios. Yeah. So this is like a completely different audio experience. This isn't just the movie cut cut down. Yeah. Almost there. Really kind of fascinating. <laughs> it's negative. Negative. It didn't go in. 
just impacted on the surface. No Porkins? Yeah, no Porkins. No Biggs has barely been mentioned at all. Rebel base, one minute and closing. Well, there he is. I like how every time I say something isn't in this, then it shows up. Yeah, I know. Maybe when you saw New Hope Special Edition all day, every day for a weekend, every time you saw it, it erased from your brain. <laughs> I think it did. Was that Biggs dying? It was, wasn't it? Yeah. We barely knew you. I'm on the leader. Hang on, R2. This is so good. It's like the Death Star remix going there for a second. <laughs> the force is strong when it's weak. Luke, trust me. Wait, does he say Luke trust me in the movie? He does. He does. We, we don't know anything, but he does. He does. I've never, never noticed that. <laughs> I think I thought he says, like, trust your feelings or something. destroy this metallic monster of malevolent evil before it can use its overwhelming firepower to annihilate the rebel base. We had for seconds. I lost our two. That's a different voice. Mm-hmm. You may fire when ready. Commence primary ignition. This is so good. This is so good. The young pilot is unaware of the danger of us. Darth Vader lines up on his target. I have you now. His wingman's tie fighter disintegrates. What? A clumsy pilot sits the wings down and fires once again. Right into Yahoo. Vader's fighter goes out of control and spins helplessly toward deep space. Luke then hears the familiar voice of Han Solo. You're all clear, kid. Now let's blast it. Luke remembers the lessons Again, of no, like, radio processing. And closes his eyes, as if in touch with something unseen. He touches a control, and his last torpedo flies free. The menacing Death Star has exploded in a blinding light more powerful than a hundred suns. Great shot, kid! That was one in a million! Remember, the Force will be with you, always. Yeah. I hope they make a movie out of this someday. <laughs> Luke returns in triumph to the rebel base and is reunited with Han and Princess Leia. Carrie! <laughs> The blackened and battered R2-D2 is removed from Luke's starship. Oh, no. Oh, my. R2, can you hear me? Say something. You can repair him, can't you? We'll get to work on him right away. You must repair him, sir, if any of my circuits or gears will help, I'll gladly donate them. He'll be all right. 
There's people cheering in the background. Later in the main temple of the huge ruins, hundreds of troops line up. Banners are flying. And at the far end stands the vision in white, Princess Leah. Luke and the others march up the long aisle to stand before the smiling princess. From one side of the temple, I'm like in shock at how amazing this is. No. Stands beside Rufio and a confused Chewbacca. Chewbacca screaming in stereo. Leah yeah. rises and places a gold medallion around Hans's neck, then does the same for Luke. They all turn to face the assembled troops, who bow reverently before them. It is a day to be long remembered, a day of hope. For Can you even hear them clapping in the movie? The there is, but not like that. Remember, the Force will be with you, always. That was outstanding. That's pretty good. Well, hopefully, if you're here listening to this, you're not like us and have at least now heard this once. <laughs> Which I guess you are like us because we've now finally heard it. But hopefully it didn't take you 40 years to listen to it. But I bet people listening to this episode, this is their first time hearing this also. And more people should be listening to this all the time because that... The rascally brown of it all, taking Star Wars down to about 48 minutes. And it just like, hey, that was great. That worked. You can listen to Star Wars every day on your lunch break. You don't even need to eat. There's You just listen to the energy. How long does it take you to get to work? 20 minutes or something? What would you do when you drove into work? I listened to the first half of Star Wars. It was great. As loud as humanly possible. When it's summertime, roll down your windows, crank it. Have a pool party. But like, don't worry, everybody, I brought the tunes. It's neat because it's like the complete opposite of the radio dramas, too, where it's like the radio dramas are awesome because it's like a new hope, but it's six hours long. And this is like, it's awesome because it's new hope and it's like just condensed. It's like powdered new hope. You could, you could put water in it, but you don't need to. Just, just pour the powder in your mouth. Let your let your spit soften it up. It's like the frozen tube of orange juice. You don't have time to like let it thaw. Just get a spoon and just start eating it. It's not even like the the read along books were actors playing the parts, like doing like Luke Skywalker impersonations and stuff. This is like yeah, the the audio from the movie, but some kind of remix of that. Really wild. I don't know. My mind has been blown. Well, I'm excited that there's two more movies of these that I have not heard. So, uh, last point's 2024. Things to look forward to. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't take us like six more years to get to the Empire one. <laughs> it's 2031, and <laughs> we're finally getting around to the story of the Empire Strikes Back.
galaxy's most popular movie is great family entertainment. Still showing on the giant screen at the Dominion Tottenham Court Road. Seats bookable. Star Wars. Certificate U. May the Force be with you. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Apple podcast reviews. Guess what? Never heard it before. If you liked this episode, go leave us a little review on Apple. If you listen on Apple, write something nice, five stars, so more people can find Blast Points when they're looking for the Star Wars podcast. Tell people why you think this is the Star Wars podcast they should be listening to. If you listen on Spotify, you can do the same thing. Just leave a five-star review over there. And check out our website, BlastPointsPodcast.com. And make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you're part of the Blast Points Chill Group. And we got the Blast Points Army on Patreon, where just a few days or so before this episode came out, we had our commentary for The Mandalorian Season 3, the Dr. Pershing episode. Was it The Convert? I think that one's called. Yep. Yeah, and we should have another one in just uh, another couple weeks with uh, more Mando Season 3 rewatches. And I think you're looking forward to, like we've been saying, a Dial of Destiny commentary on there, on the Blast Points Army Patreon. So lots of fun stuff happening over there. And no new episode next week because of the Thanksgiving holiday here. But hey, this is a good time for you to use... BlastPointsPodcast.com Search for a back episode There's probably something in the catalog In the backlog that you haven't listened to Search for a topic See what comes up Have you listened to the Kirk Thatcher Tom Spina episode A classic episode where Kirk Thatcher Talks about the Return of the Jedi rap party Have you listened to Ewok Movie Month Raiders of the Lost Ark on record There's a lot of good stuff back there or maybe listen to the five Ahsoka episodes that came out a couple weeks ago. There is a lot of blast points to go around. But we are going to be still too stuffed on pumpkin pie next weekend to record anything. But we will be back in December for the final group of episodes of the year. There's some good stuff coming next month. But for 382 story of star wars that's it and i'm still in shock well at least i know what i'm thankful for for thanksgiving this year the story of star wars yeah when you're sitting around with the family talking about what you're thankful for say the blast points episode where they did the story of star wars in fact hey family let's listen to it right now yeah i'm gonna say i'm thankful for story of star wars and i'm gonna take out my phone and play the entire 49 minutes of it at the table Everybody shut up! It's not done yet.
It's not your turn. Shh. <laughs> oh. oh my god. So have a great holiday, everyone, and we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye bye. May the force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the force be with you. Remembered, a day of hope for peace and justice throughout the galaxy. May the force be with you!